Hey everybody, happy Friday. Welcome to episode 2 of the Punch. Hey again, your host Max Limmer, and today I'll be telling you guys about my story with Talks and Get to Know, how I got into this. So, it really all started one night with a Mike Tyson YouTube video when I was falling down a YouTube rabbit hole. I don't know if any of you guys do that, but sometimes late at night, you know, just you see one YouTube video and it turns into like a hundred YouTube videos and Mike Tyson happened to pop up on this YouTube rabbit hole night for me. So clicked on this video and like I mentioned in the last episode, I was born in 1998. So I had very little knowledge of who Mike Tyson was. All I knew about him really was that he was in the Hangover movies. He had that tattoo on his face and he bit some guy's ear off and he used to be a boxer, I guess. But that was all I knew. I didn't really know how good he was, who he was, his whole story and everything. Then I clicked on this YouTube video, and this YouTube video really opened my eyes and is the main inspiration I had when I, for me to get started with boxing. So uh, basically, I could just break down the video <clears throat> for you guys and Mike's whole story. So Mike Tyson was born in the Bronx to a very poor family in a... Actually, no, he was born in Brooklyn, my bad. Born in Brooklyn to a very poor family in a very, very, very poor neighborhood. He was in a really bad neighborhood. It was called Brownsville. Still not that nice to this day. It's nicer than it used to be, thank God, but it's not still not amazing. But anyway, Mike was born into that, and he dropped out of school when he was like seven years old. So basically his entire life, this guy was like living on the streets, stealing food, getting into fights, street fights, which... For those who don't know, uh, Mike Tyson said that when he says street fights, he means like fight to the death, like basically, because in his words, if you didn't beat them to like within an inch of their life, you never know what could have happened. You never know if you came back with a gun or came back with something. So from seven years old, basically, Mike Tyson was, this is Mike Tyson's life. This is what he thought life was. And as you can imagine, that was horrible. Uh, he got into he was sent to juvie on a number of occasions. He basically, yeah, he had to look out for himself at seven years old. He didn't really have any parental guidance. Uh, I never, I never heard any mention of his of his father uh, and his mother. His mother was not really in his life. I think she was uh, unfortunately a drug addict. So Mike had very had no guidance, basically. Guidance from his friends. That was the only guidance he had. But so he's seven years old, fighting his whole life, still stealing food, doing whatever he could to survive. And he was sent to Juvie a lot. And one of these times he was sent to Juvie, he was happy he got sent to the uh the detention area because he was stealing food at Juvie again. So they sent him to like basically solitary confinement. And I remember from the video, one night, Mike Tyson said that he was looking through the hole and there was a bunch of kids walking back. These kids were like, had black eyes or they were like holding their ribs in pain, but they all had smiles on their faces. And he was wondering what could possibly allow someone to, you know, have a broken rib and be happy. And then he, he was asking around, like, yo, what are they doing over there? And they were telling them, you know, Mr. Stewart's teaching us how to box. Mike Tyson being a seven-year-old kid who was basically raised a boxer by the streets, not even his own family. So he was he he immediately was like, I want to get in. And he took a liking to it instantly. And he 
realized he was talented immediately, not only because he was a fighter, but also because he was a huge kid as a kid. I heard a story that when he was 13 years old, he was 190 pounds and he could bench like upwards of 200 pounds. All these obviously just stories, but still, you gotta you like if enough people say it, you gotta eventually start believing it. And it's all we got anyway because there weren't any cameras back then. But he was a huge, huge fan of the sport immediately. Loved it, fell in love with it immediately. And obviously his coach recognized, his first coach, because after his first coach recognized the potential that he had, he sent him to upstate New York to train with the legendary Customato. And Customato had trained champions, world champions before. He trained Sonny Listed, if I'm not mistaken. But he sent him up to train with uh, Customato. And this was really weird for Mike because Mike had only been in Brooklyn his whole life. Brooklyn or Juvie, basically. Um, and then upstate New York compared to Brooklyn is complete, like completely different. He trained Floyd Patterson, my mistake. He trained Floyd Patterson and Mike Tyson, who were his two biggest uh, protégés. But he was sent to upstate New York to train with this guy. Obviously, being being from background where Mike didn't trust anybody and was always getting into fights, he didn't trust this guy at first either. Why would he? So after a while, after, I'm sorry, after the first time he saw him spar, Customato claimed that he told Mike, he told Mike and he told the guy who sent him here that he would become heavyweight champion one day. And he ended up being right. He ended up becoming, becoming the youngest world champion of the world, heavyweight champion of the world, which is 20 years old. And I can't imagine that. When I was 20 years old, there was no way I was ready to be. Or 21. 21, he was unified. And 20 years old, he won his first heavyweight championship. But when I was 20, 21 years old, I'm still 21 years old right now. I cannot imagine having that level of like just public power. That would be insane. But anyway, first time I saw him spar, Customato said, you're going to be the champion of the world one day. And... Like most 13-year-olds, you know, he there wasn't much like, oh, yeah, sure. There wasn't much, like, belief in that. It was like, oh, yeah, sure, I'll be heavyweight champion of the world one day. I bet you tell everybody that. But no, he was right. Mike Tyson became the youngest heavyweight champion in the world. And after watching this video, I started to realize, I just started to realize towards the end of this video that, wow, Mike Tyson had no parental guidance. He had no upbringing, basically, lived in the streets or in juvie his whole life and became heavyweight champion of the world. And I thought my situation was a little bit better than Mike's. I had, I had a family. I had a, I was lucky enough to be raised in a really nice area and I was very fortunate growing up. So I was thinking, wow, Mike Tyson could do this with basically no one to help him except for his boxing coach. What's stopping me? So after that, I meet, and also, Mike Tyson, if you ever watch Mike Tyson's fights, I highly encourage you to. It's the most incredible thing I've ever seen in my life because boxing is a sport where everyone's been fighting their entire life. And all of a sudden, this guy, Mike Tyson, just walks in and basically says, that all training that you've been doing your entire life doesn't matter because it's Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson was the most unbelievable fighter I'd ever seen. It was incredible. But after that, I instantly, I instantly became in love with boxing. I was, I really wanted to try it out. I thought I could do it. I thought if he could do it, I could do it. 
and I instantly Googled, I immediately Googled the nearest boxing gym with the best rating, and I found my guy. It was uh, Exhibit Boxing in Union, New Jersey, with my coach, Meek Bryant, and he was great. He he had the small gym, which is actually, it was a lot better than I thought when I first, the first, uh, when I first went there, I didn't know what I was going to expect, but I, I like the small gym, actually made everything a lot more personal, but the Meek Bryant expert boxing really boosted my confidence. He really gave me, uh, he got me in incredible shape, and honestly, I didn't know what hard work was before I met him, because yeah, I, I'd done sports my whole life, but yeah, boxing was different. I never been punched in the face before. That was different. That was humbling. Yeah, it, truly, truly humbling when you get first get punched in the face because it really just tells you that like where where you stand on like the whole the whole natural totem pole. But yeah, after that, after my first, after I took my first one in the face, you know, after that it became it didn't become as bad as I thought it was anymore. But I found XFit, and I found Amik, and I'm really happy I did. And now I'm at Rounders with Ricky from Episode 1 in Santa Ana. If you guys want to hear about Ricky, you should check out Episode 1. And, yeah, everything's been great ever since. So thank you guys for listening. It's a little bit of my backstory. We'll be back every Friday with new guests, new stories, new awesome stories from boxing, new awesome stories on how they got started. And yeah, can't wait to be back. See you guys next Friday.